Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I have been going to a lot of doctor's appointments lately, not because I'm a hypochondriac, because I'm forcing myself to stay on track with all of my pre-screening doctor's appointments, stay up to date. I've heard enough horror stories and I'm trying to be really good about staying on top of my health. But seriously, I had like three doctor's appointments in the past three weeks. And I, I have a question for you guys. And I was just wondering if any of you deal with this. Whenever I go to the doctor and they ask me to get undressed, I run to take off my clothes in a way, like if they put me in the examining room, they give me a robe and they say the doctor will be in shortly. I suddenly feel like I am on an episode of Survivor Gynecologist. I feel the need to get undressed at a speed of light. I feel that there is a ticking time bomb. And if I am not in the robe by that point, I have failed. I feel that the doctor will knock on the door before I'm ready. It gives me so much anxiety. I don't know if anyone else feels this. But to me, it feels like some sort of competition with no prizes other than the doctor's not going to walk in on you naked, which they wouldn't do anyway because they knock. And when they knock, you have to go through that whole charade because you're already dressed. Let's face it. We all, I can't imagine anyone taking their time. In fact, I do it so quickly. It's almost dangerous. It's a miracle. I haven't tripped in my pants, taking my pants off and hit my face on like the examining table. It's it's a miracle. Seriously, it's amazing I haven't been injured during that time. But also if the doctor knocks and you're not ready, they're not going to come in. But it also at the same time, it's like the charade that you have to go through of the doctor knocking. The doctor knocks and then you're like, come in. Like the doctor knows you're ready because I'm almost certain the doctor knows that everyone does this to themselves. Either that or the doctor knows that he left you in there for 45 minutes. And then you're like, come in. And then you sit there so calm and composed like you didn't just play Twister with yourself in under 30 seconds flat. Why do I do that to myself? Let's be honest. Why are we doing that to ourselves? What is going on? It's not a race. It's not a race. We're all going to get the same checkup no matter what. Anyway, I was just wondering if I'm the only one. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me. And this one's going to sound terrible. It was inspired by uh, last week's Get Involved when I talked about having sharp knives. And I talked about when people, when you go to people's houses and you say, can I help you with anything? And they say, yes. Don't hate me. But if you invite me to your house for dinner, I don't, I don't want to help you cook. I know that sounds terrible, but I don't. I, I, I hate cooking. Like I don't enjoy it. I'm not good at it. And if I wanted to cook, I'd have you come to my house where I'd probably order in. I mean, maybe I'd cook. It depends. But don't hate me. If you, if I ask, can I help you with something? What I'm really asking is, can I bring some, can I set the table? Can I bring some stuff out to the living room? Like some appetizers? 
I'm not asking if I could be your sous chef. I'm not. I'm not dressed for that occasion. I, I don't, I'm not a good cutter of onions. If you're like, just, just, you know, can you dice some onions for this? I, no, I'm not good at it. I, I'm, I'm just not. And I wasn't prepared to work here. I just wasn't. The worst is, have you ever been to someone's house for like a big holiday? And before you know it, you're like a furniture moving company. They're asking you to unfold a card table from the garage. Like you have to go to the garage and get a card table like you're a moving company. I don't know. Don't hate me. But if I come to your house, I will always clear the table. I will. I'll always clear the table. That being said, I don't want to cook and I don't want to move furniture. Don't hate me. It's that time of year again. Basketball is back. And that's why I'm happy to say that this episode is sponsored by Bet Online, which remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, NMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. My get involved this week, and I, I literally can't believe these words are leaving my mouth. I really can't. I've always been an, a loyal UG user, even when they weren't cool. Like, they've made a comeback, and now they're considered cool. And you see, like, Gigi Hadid wearing those, like, UG platform shoes and all this stuff. They're, they're cool again. I never cared that they went out of style. I rode it the whole way through. I bought new ones every year because that is the shelf life of an UG. They get ruined. But I despise Birkenstocks. They make me nauseous. I never wanted to wear them. I never wanted to be part of them. All my friends would wear them. And I just, I don't know. I just thought for a comfortable shoe, you could do so much better. Like an Ugg or a slide of some kind. And then I saw these, uh, these Birkenstocks that had fur on the inside. And let me tell you something, I, I just caved. I, I liked how they looked, which was a surprise, and I bought them. They are so delightful on your feet. I have to say, I take back everything I say about Birkenstocks. I was wrong. To quote Baby's father from Dirty Dancing, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And I was wrong. Birkenstocks are really luxurious on your feet, especially when they have fur in them. So I found these sheerly lined Birkenstocks and I wear them with socks, without socks. Yes, I believe in a sock and a sandal. I want to wear my slides all year long and I'll wear them with a sock and I don't care. The only time it's not cool to wear a sandal with a sock is if you're wearing like shorts, but if you're wearing pants, who cares? It's like a shoe. Can we stop with that sandal socks stigma, by the way? Because I've been doing it for years, only in the colder weather, not like in the summer. Anyway, I will post a link in the official studies, eh, official social studies 
Instagram to the Birkenstocks I bought. Again, Get Involved is never sponsored, not paid. These are just things that I found that I liked and I want to share them with you. So get involved. I want to go back to the doctor's office for a second. I don't know about you guys, but there is a, a thing that happens at my doctor's office very often where not only am I waiting in the waiting room for like two hours, but they try to trick me by not only keeping me in the waiting room for two hours, but they'll then be like, oh, it's time for you to come into the exam room. And then I'm in the exam room for like an extra 45 minutes and there's nothing to do there. Not that there's stuff to do in the waiting room, but in the waiting room, you at least have your clothes on because we just addressed how quickly I get undressed the second I hit the exam room. And the magazines at doctor's offices are always terrible. It's always like holiday crafts, like how to make a spider out of yarn. It's never like Vogue or bizarre. It's what it is, is it's bizarre crafts or bizarre hobbies. It's so weird. Do all doctors subscribe to some weird uh, like magazine organization? I don't know. It's just, that's just a side note. But then you get into the exam room and there's literally nothing to do. And you're on crinkly paper, which is like an alarm system. And every time you move, it's like an alarm system. They are telling on you. It's like the paper is telling on you that you're just wreaking havoc in there. And I always want to touch things. Like I want to, you know, touch the instruments. I want to give myself a throat culture. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I always say that a doctor's appointment is more like, it's never like an, an, a specific appointment. It's more like the cable company gives you a window. Every time I go to the doctor's office, it's like a window of time. So if they tell me 11, I don't make plans for the next five hours in my day. I won't make another meeting because I know that it's like, you know, a five hour window and who knows when I'm going to be seen by the doctor, which is why it's such a waste that I am an expert in stripping down to nothing in 30 seconds flat. Anyway. Um, okay. I, I just wanted to share that episode I did with Dina about um, people gathering in silence, like a pack to gather in silence and face the same direction. My friend Courtney wrote me the funniest thing and I had to include it, but she said, it's like a spin class where everyone agrees to go sit in silence on a bicycle to nowhere. And by the way, you're like sweating very close to people. That is a weird intimate gathering of silence where you've agreed to face forward. That's really awkward. Thank you for that, Courtney. Okay, today's episode, I have Pamela Vitrini back. She has been on the podcast before. Um, I think she's great. You may know her as the elder millennial or the mostest on TikTok. She does... TikTok roundups of all the trends that are happening and what we need to know. It's like a cliff notes of TikTok. Now, if you are not a TikTok user, don't worry. Do not worry because you don't have to be. These are things that you should just know when you're talking to people in conversation or talking to your kids or talking to your coworkers because these things are like kind of like trending. So if you're not a TikTok user, this episode is great because it tells you what you're missing. In a very abbreviated version. Not only that, but we had so much to talk about that this episode is actually two parts. The first part is going to air this week. 
And the second part is going to air next week. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi, guys. I'm very excited. I have Pamela Vitrini back on. Many of you know her lovely face from TikTok and Instagram. She is the elder millennial. And on TikTok, she is at the mostest. Welcome back to Social Studies, Pamela. I'm so excited to be here. I I love it here. I've come once before and it was kind of in the beginning of all this. And now I'm at week 42 of tracking TikTok trends. Pamela is actually just a delight. And I rarely say that, but when I see her, you're just like a a delight. Has anyone ever told you that? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) You're, you know what? Like, I'm so sick of most of social media, but I see you and I'm like, Pamela's such a delight. And I always listen to what you have to say. Well, I'm not an actress. I can't help but be anything but myself. So if you don't like me, I'm not a delight. But if you're looking for somebody who's really who they are, that's what you're going to get. I find that to be delightful. Okay, good. First of all, I want to get into something that is a trend right now, which is butterboards. For those of you who don't know what this is, this is a charcuterie board. You know how charcuterie boards became a thing and then they became like hot chocolate boards and dessert boards. And now there is something called a butter board, which is a charcuterie board with... a. When I say butter, I don't mean a little thing of butter. The entire board is butter. Talk to us about this because it makes me ill. And I love butter. (laughs) But the the ratio of butter to bread in a bread basket is usually like a basket of bread and a little thing of butter. Mm-hmm. Now it seems the trend is like seven pounds of butter and like four little pieces of bread. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't accomplish a butter board without like a stick or two or three. This is like a three stick commitment. And basically, I mean, I used to work in grazing boards. That's why I'm the mostest. I was the hostess with the mostest, but it was just so wasteful. There's so much, nobody likes to stick their hands in a communal board anymore. Nobody wants to do that. So these butter boards are like, people are taking their very porous wooden boards and they're smearing, like smearing, smearing all over butter, three ta- three sticks of butter yeah, all over the board. And then you're supposed to use your hands and get your bread or your cracker or whatever and dip, dip communally and, you know, grab yourself from butter from the board. And it's disgusting. I don't know how you're going to wash it. I don't know how it's going to be sanitary. And people are putting all kinds of like, are they giving like a side of Lipitor with those butter? (laughs) Definitely. I mean, I'm not saying that cheese and meat dried meats and cheese is healthy. It's not, but this butter board is just too much. It's too much. Well, here's the thing. And I happen again, I love a good bread and butter. Give me some like different kinds of butter. I'm down like a garlic butter or whatever. Mm-hmm. When I first saw these butter boards, I thought it was like piles of hummus on a board. Cause I don't Ooh. think I've ever seen that quantity of butter served for guests. It's the butter you guys is like the main event uh-huh. and everything else you just dip into it. You know, my, my thought is that it's probably the impending recession. Like people couldn't afford <laughs> cheese boards anymore. <laughs> they were like, eh, I could get four sticks of butter for $3. Let's do butter. Let's, let's go with that. And then they're throwing a bunch of shit on top. 
they're zhuzhing it up till, you know, it looks like a compost pile. It looks like a bunch of rotten things on top. I don't understand it. It's not for me. It's it, well, it's definitely not for me. Do you know who, why, what they're saying, why this originated? <laughs> like really, truly like the, the pounds of butter as a, as a serving <laughs> thing to your guests? Well, there is, I mean, there are French restaurants that serve butter with um, radishes. And I think it's been going on for a long time. There's one in New York that does it. I can't think of it off the top of my name, my, my head, but they put like a, a big slab of butter and then they have bread and radishes to accompany it. And like some, you know, fleur de sel on top. And that's a very tasteful, appropriate amount of butter. And you can put it on vegetables. You can put it on bread, but then somebody repeated that did a little more butter. And then one creator, I wish I could think of who of her handle right now, really dove into the trend and showed us her example. And people just ran with it. Um, and it's just been going everywhere. I, I don't know. I was kind of shocked when I saw it. I was kind of nauseated. I didn't know what I was, but this is a thing and it's here to stay. I want it. I want you to share one thing, which is I watched your TikTok on the butterboard and you said something that I just think the listeners should know about buying boards, these charcuterie boards, these home good charcuterie boards. Can you tell everyone what you said about these charcuterie boards, these butter boards, the, the, the actual wood board that everyone's yes. using to serve this stuff on? Yes, this is this is a really important PSA, Jenna. I'm yes. really glad you brought this up. <laughs> I know. I was glad I heard it. <laughs> we are home. I'm a home goods girly and I go to home goods all the time, but half of those boards have a sticker on the bottom that says not food safe. Therefore, like, you know, or a display orange, a plastic food item. I don't know. They're for I don't know what, but you're not supposed to be putting food on them. And so many people use them as their grazing boards, as their charcuterie coochies, and they're not safe. They're not healthy because they've been treated. The wood's been treated. It's not food safe. And it will always say food safe on the tag if it is food safe. That is and very interesting sure. because yeah. I have a bunch of those kind of boards that like house guests have bought me or whatever. And I love, I do love using them and I put them out and now I'm finding out that I'm poisoning all my guests. Oh, you should be, you should be concerned and just use wax paper. <laughs> if you're, if you're worried, oh use wax paper. But the thing with butter, like with cheese, I actually could see you getting away with it, but like with butter, it's, it's just, like you're rubbing oh, it into oh, the Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gross. And honestly, I keep thinking like there's an entire like cutlery category just for butter. Like just use a butter knife. Why are we smearing? Why are we digging in with our grubby little hands? It's a terrible idea. I couldn't agree more. Okay. So we got the butter board covered. You guys heard it here first. Be careful with your home good wood board. They're not all created equally for food. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get into almond moms. Tell everyone what an almond mom is. Okay. So this is, I mean, these moms have existed forever, Mm -hmm. but it's, um, this is what the TikTokers are calling it now. Basically, it's just a mom who's obsessed with not only their own appearance, their own weight and their own diet, but that of their usually daughters as well. So the reason they're called almond moms is because there was a scene in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when, um, Yolanda, Yolanda told her daughter, just have an almond. Her daughter's starving. She probably hasn't eaten for weeks. She's like, have an almond. And there's probably a dirty old almond in her pocket. This almond has been waiting a couple of weeks for you to eat it. And 
And they're always offering an almond, have five almonds. They say things like it feel, there's nothing that tastes better than skinny feels. I've heard that so many times. Right. And then they say, um, you're, you're just bored. Like somebody's like, I'm so hungry. Oh no, you're not hungry. You're just bored. Well, I haven't eaten all day. Have five <laughs> almonds. First of all, I do. I have to just say quickly about the five almonds, because when I hear about nut serving sizes, I, I literally like feel like I'm having a panic attack because for me, a serving of, of nuts. And by the way, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. You guys, Same. this is not medical information, but for me, nuts are like, you grab a hand, handful, you eat it. And then you're still hungry. You grab another handful, you eat it. And the serving size is to when you're full. Now, apparently that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Apparently yeah. you're supposed to have five, five almonds. Mm-hmm. Um, but TikTok is calling out these almond moms. Oh Yeah. Them. And it started with a lot of chatter about a year ago on TikTok about all the moms who tell their daughters, oh, I didn't weigh more than 100 pounds on my wedding day, which that doesn't really help. Mom, you were malnourished when you on your wedding day. There were there were no like food pantry stable foods like there's there's so many comebacks for these moms. I'm sorry that I'm a healthy um, college soccer player, mom, like I'm an athlete. I, I don't weigh a hundred pounds. So a lot of TikTokers talked about how damaging that was that moms were just obsessed with this topic. And then they've gone on to sort of poke fun at these moms and their five almonds in their purse at all times. And I have to say to anyone listening, if you have an almond mom, cause I did not have an almond mom. I just had my mom on this podcast, uh, two weeks ago. And, I talked about how she didn't really give me any hangups because there was never talk of what I was and was not eating. But if you have an almond mom, you guys just know that that's your mom's issues. It has nothing to do with you. It's your mom's own eating issues. Uh, Yes, that is exactly right. This episode is coming out the day after Halloween. My dog was a kangaroo for Halloween. Did you guys dress your pets up? The kangaroo costume was amazing, by the way. I wish I could have her wear it every day. It was so cute. I have to share a picture of it. I care way more about putting my dog in a Halloween costume than I ever cared about my own Halloween costumes. Why are we so obsessed with our pet? I'm obsessed. But let's talk about our pets for a second. If you have a pet, you know they are just like one of your family members and you want the best for them. Pet Care RX knows the most important thing is to keep your pets healthy by offering the best products and save money while doing it. They have food, medication, toys, treats, accessories, supplements, and pharmacy. They have a huge inventory for some of the lowest prices on the internet and can all be delivered right to your doorstep. And they also have something great. They have something called Pet Plus, which is a membership. Members get everything at wholesale prices and also includes 24-7 virtual vet support where you can chat with a vet from the comfort of your own home. It's a great site. I just went ahead and ordered my dog's food from there. They are also kind enough to offer all my listeners a discount. That is J-E-N-A 30 for 30% off at checkout. So definitely take advantage of that deal when you are checking out PetCareRx.com. You made an announcement recently that many of my listeners of a certain age will be very excited about, but tram stamps are back. Tram stamps are back. <laughs> tram stamps are back. We're not into, we're not going to get into whether or not I have a tram stamp. I'm just going to say I empathize with all the tramp stampers and not only tramp stamp, they have butterfly, butterfly tramp stamps They're are back. back. 
they're back. And so if you've been procrastinating and you had an appointment to get laser tattoo removal, you know what? Skip it. Keep the tramp stamp. And also, you know, a lot of people in my comments were saying I'm in the middle of treatment. It's so expensive. Maybe I'll just have half a tramp, half a tramp stamp. <laughs> it's really crazy. How did those make a comeback? Well, there's a TikTok creator called OK Callie. She has almost a million followers. She seems she seems hip to me. She seems cool. She seems fashionable. She made a video of herself going to get a tramp stamp. She declared it. They're back. Okay. Well, guys, embrace the tram stamp, especially since low rise jeans are apparently coming back. Unfortunately, that is when we're going to see all the tram stamps. So just wear your tram stamp loud and proud. Loud and proud. That decision you made in the year 2000, Mexico, spring break, senior frogs. (laughs) Oh, I loved senior frogs. (laughs) And that slide and all of it. That slide was probably so dirty. A lot of tram stamps on that slide. (laughs) Okay. This is a good one. I love this. The (laughs) Olivia Wilde salad. Oh my God. The salad dressing. Let me just quickly give a brief guys. This is the Jason Sudakis, Olivia Wilde. A lot of news has come out to the Daily Mail. Their nanny actually spilled the tea on what was going on with Olivia and Harry Styles. But one of the greatest parts of the story was, well, you tell it. You're well, a professional. actually, breaking news today, Olivia Wilde posted her salad dressing recipe. I know. And do you know what that salad dressing recipe is from? Where's it from? Well, it's the book Heartburn that was written by Nora Ephron. Oh. She was showing a page from the book Heartburn. So it's actually a salad that maybe Nora Ephron mm. created. Sidebar. And, and she knows. I mean, she is our queen. She is our queen. But it's a really basic salad dressing. Very basic salad dressing. But you guys, when you hear the story, how it was written and told, it was so dramatic about the salad dressing. And Jason Sudakis seemed most heartbroken of all things that she took the salad dressing with her to give to Harry Styles. So obviously the whole internet wanted to know what was in the dressing. And it was just like mustard and Red, Red wine, wine vinegar. Uh-huh. She didn't even put any salt and pepper in there. <laughs> it was, but now we know it's in the, the salad dressing. So guys, it was posted on Olivia Wilde's story. It was actually a recipe from the book Heartburn. And I don't think people are picking up on what that was from. No, I didn't know. I happen to be a massive Nora Ephron fan. So that's that's how I knew because I knew she wrote the book Heartburn. And if you look at the page she posted, the top corner, it says Heartburn. So mm-hmm. that, that was from See, Heartburn. Mm-hmm. And you said you, you've studied your, so, your social studies degree. That's <laughs> I, what, have, yeah. I have a degree in social <laughs> studies. I actually don't. I have a degree in journalism. <laughs> but from doing this, I, I am an expert in social studies. Okay, unfortunately, we are out of time, Pamela. But as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, we have so much more to cover. So next week is going to be part two. You're going to be back. Pamela, in the meantime, tell everyone where they could find you, stalk you, follow you, get involved, hear your roundups. So I'm at the mostest on TikTok, my weekly updates for every Tuesday. And then on Instagram, you can dive deeper into my updates, ask me questions in the stories that I'm at Pamela the mostest. And I try, I'm trying to have a podcast, but I'm not nearly as professional and consistent as Jenna here, but I do have oh. a podcast that's out there. I'm the nor, I'm neither pro- <laughs> professional nor consistent. So if that helps get on it, you could have, you too can have your own podcast. 
But yeah, if you, anybody who wants to ask me about TikTok, I'm here. I've got all the research. <laughs> okay, perfect. And Pamela, we will see you next week and I can't wait. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online and Pet Care RX. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.